be yourself because an original is worth more than a copy. Think about that for a little while. Isn't it nice and kind of a breath of fresh air when people, adults, kids, whomever, just decide one day to hold a pin on conformity and just be themselves? I know I sure like it. You know, my, uh, we, we, we try to teach our young people to be themselves. And in a world where they try to emulate what others do, you know, there's always a happy medium. Because, you know, you talk to people that are driven for success, say for instance, you want to emulate someone or kind of be like them a little bit, but you still want to be yourself, you know, so there's, in my opinion, I guess there's a happy medium on that. But I think you folks already know that uh, I'm not too afraid to be myself. <laughs> but I don't really, you know, I got great friends that don't give a shit, you know, how I, I guess they don't really care what my, uh, they don't really care where I ended up in a dick measuring contest, so to speak. I just have authentic friends and they like an authentic person in me, I guess. My best of friends are the people that are the most authentic, I guess. So being yourself is also being authentic. Um, I have no idea what, when a good time to be superficial is. I used to be a poker player and it was horrible because I just couldn't, if I had great cards, everybody could tell. If I had shitty cards, everybody could tell. And, well, I guess you just gotta quit playing poker then and play another game. Welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm really glad and blessed to have you in my life today. I, uh... Thank you for looking this podcast up, and thank you for tuning in. It's uh, It's been a heck of a weekend, you know. Anytime I come off a weekend, I sit here and talk about projects and whatnot, what we've gotten done and what we're doing. Not, not to gloat about what we have done, but I guess if you're in the homesteading world, it's good to tell people what you have done because it gives them a snapshot as to what the life of a homesteader really is. And to be honest, I'm a beginning homesteader, so I'm just giving you a snapshot as to what we're, we're kind of doing. You know, you know what I mean? I, I guess uh, I'm not you know, eating all organic, making my own clothes, walking around barefoot in the winter and all that stuff. Uh, basically just giving you guys a snapshot. So. I hope you guys don't mind, I just like giving you a snapshot as to what is going on and what we are up to, and I guess with no further ado, that's what I'm going to do. Well, anyway, uh, we, we got our, uh, let's see, what would it have been? Oh, we had a beautiful uh, event on Saturday morning, and uh, then I went and helped the archery club set up targets 
uh, on the outdoor range. So if you ever get to our neck of the woods and you want to shoot some bow uh, from 10 to 60 yards in 10 yard increments, uh, our hometown here has the most beautiful outdoor archery range and safe shooters that are not shooting broadheads should all apply and uh, it's free to the public. So uh, that's a wonderful thing and it is now set up and uh, people should be very happy about that. Also, uh, on the afternoon, uh, we started with uh, some making gates, uh, got everybody good and ready for their day. Uh, Sunday spent most of the day making, or I already got the gates made last weekend for our driveway. And uh, my wife and mother-in-law and everybody came around and, and thought, you know, we could sure use one of these, uh, a service gate on the side, you know, instead of, uh, you know, like our daughter, for instance, if it was a windy day, you know, having to get, uh, use those huge double gates to get in and out of the driveway. That might be a pain in the butt, you know, and when you're a kid, you know, things just don't work as well and it's not easy. So I was super happy to uh, take and build another service gate, a 36 inch service gate. You know, you can take a bicycle through it. Uh, you can just go get the mail, no big deal. You gotta walk down into the yard, but you know, that's, that's fine. Or if uh, you just have to quick get out and wanna go on a walk, but you don't wanna deal with the large gate, that's certainly a nice option as well. So we we got a service gate and we have our double driveway gate now and we will be able to let the dogs out to roam a little more and we will be able to uh, free range our chickens from time to time. And uh, super happy about that actually. It took quite a bit of doing because this weekend's been a busy one. Um, yeah, we just, we've had a lot to do. You know, with uh, horses in our life, um, the horse pens are, are really nice that we have. Uh, the paddock and all that. We, we did take a walk around, my wife and I, and, and look at how our pasturing situation will be this summer. But uh, our horse pens have been really, really good to us. Um, we did have to put out a round bale and I did have to heal it up. We had about two weeks of uh, on and off for rain and when they have a round bale in the middle of the pen they're always standing around that eating so when it's raining they create divots there and the divots fill up with water and then the ground takes a long long time to heal up after that and you take the tractor in there and try to smooth it out and do the best you can but you know with the rain I guess that's just life you know uh, but the horses have a really good setup. Uh, we got their uh, pens all smoothed out and rustled around, I guess. And things are looking good there. Um, and then uh, yesterday, uh, after a large series of events, uh, I will spare you the story, but um, after a very large series of events, we got our wood stove installed professionally due to our insurance company did not want me installing it. It's not like I couldn't install it. I could have done everything that guy did. Uh, I don't know if I would have done it just as quickly, but I would have worked on it earlier in the morning too. But anyway, that guy 
the best darn stove installer that I have ever met. Just a down-to-earth good dude. He gave me a tutorial on how to run the particular wood stove that we have in less than a minute. And from his tutorial, I started the stove and got her going last night and it worked out absolutely perfectly just from what he said. If I would have not taken his sound advice, I think it would have taken me a few tries to get things going, but I just did what he said, and my heavens, it was great. So, uh, big shout out to uh, that stove installer. I will spare you guys his name uh, for privacy reasons, but what, a, what an awesome deal. And then a few of the neighbors came over and, uh, you know, came and looked at it and gave us a few slaps on the back, and that was a pretty fun, it was a fun few minutes, you know. We were kind of in the middle of, uh, you know, my wife is extremely busy. She um, is currently going to college. She's an entrepreneur. She is a mother. Uh, we are homesteaders. And she is starting her own business, another business. She has uh, several businesses on the hangar right now. And, and man, she is just a, a busy, busy woman and uh, very on top of things. So, you know, uh, our evenings, uh, a few of our evenings during the week get extremely busy. So, you know, it was a busy night last night. <laughs> But, you know, it'll, it'll settle down for a few days here now, and uh, things will get going well. But anyway, I wanted to talk a little bit today about some flock distress issues that you may be having with the social uh, part of your flock. And um, right now, we are kind of dealing with one of those. We have a very docile bird by the name of Miss Delaware. She is a Delaware hen. A very big girl, a fluffy, fluffy chicken, and a beautiful one, and a very docile one, and a very tame one. Uh, my daughter and probably her best buddy, and uh, she right now is separated from the other chickens, just with a fence in between, uh, because they thought that she needed to be Brody, and she is like, no girls, I'm laying, and I'm not going to be Brody. So. She uh, was getting the crap beat out of her by the other birds, and uh, so we just decided that it would be best to separate her, and so we did. And then uh, our other birds are in one coop, and then she is in her own coop uh, with a fence in between. And you'll notice sometimes that sometimes you just gotta separate your birds. Um, if you ever go into your pen and you see blood on any bird whatsoever, especially on their back or their head, get them out of there. I don't care if you have to keep them in a dog kennel in the house. You get them out of there. Because the other chickens, as soon as they see blood, they're after it. And you need to, you need to get them out of there. I mean, that's why a lot of times you don't mix meat birds with egg layers because meat birds are not athletic at all and egg layers you know they'll crawl on top of them do this that and the other thing and they'll they'll eventually a meat bird will just sit under the lamp get sun sunburned 
or lamp burner, and just lay there right next to the feeder and just lay down and eat. And they'll start to bleed a little bit sometimes. And then those layers are so flighty and they come up and they see the blood and oh, well, I'm just gonna pick at that. I mean, they'll pick right down to the frickin' organs. And uh, it's horrible. And the meat bird will sit there and take it. You know, because they're not very athletic at all. And uh, that's a good reason to, uh, to separate and, and not have your meat birds with egg, egg layers. It just doesn't work out. Um, another thing you'll, you'll run into into flock distress sometimes is roosters. Uh, roosters can be mean, but they can get trained, okay? Now, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you I'm a pro at this, but we had an extremely, extremely nice rooster. Um, he was a uh, Plymouth Bard Rock rooster. His name was Rudy. We didn't know he was a rooster, it was an accident. Uh, all of a sudden one day I just kind of looked at one of them as they were pullets and I looked at him and I thought, you know, he's got a different look to him and I think he might be a rooster. And then one of my wife's friends came over and said, that's definitely a rooster. And uh, we really liked him. I mean, he was just, he was very tame. But uh, rumor has it, if you have a rooster that is uh, starting to bug the bunch and get a little bossy and get stupid, uh, what you can do is you can pick them up and carry them around for a while. This to them is kind of embarrassing from what I hear. I don't know exactly because I'm not in the head of a chicken and I don't know if they have the ability to reason. But it explains your dominance to them if you pick them up, hold their wings together and carry them around. I would have to imagine that they get the idea that you are dominant to them. So you carry them up, pick them around, and then, and then you just carry them around for a while. That's just what you do. In the pen with the other birds so they can see them. And you, you kind of, you know, just do your thing with them and then you let him go and he might be, he, he will not attack you anymore and he will be better behaved. But I do kind of have a story about throwing uh, a tomahawk into your situation uh, a little bit. One time, uh, it was about this time of year, and we were at home and all of a sudden a wild turkey decides to come up and he's got a fancy, it was a little Jake, and he fancied the chickens quite a bit. So one night he went into the chicken uh, barn and we shut him in there and then he came out and he was hanging out with the chickens but then he jumped out of the chicken fence because he could obviously fly well and he was attacking everybody that came into the driveway. Well, I don't know about you guys but I'm kind of a country boy and I'm a little bit of a whatever and I thought, I'm bigger than him. He's not going to attack me. So I got home from work, got out of the car and he comes a running. He's like, oh no, this is my territory. And I'm like, oh no, buddy, this is my territory. And this is where it gets interesting. He came up to me and thought he was gonna spur me. Well, a few kung fu kicks to the jugular and to the body, and he was kinda ouched and stepped away for a minute, but with the size of a brain that a turkey has, it takes a little bit more learning than that. So, 
he proceeded to come after me a few more times and I just just now now I don't promote animal animal cruelty but I was trying not to kill this bird okay so I beat the hell out of him again just to prove that it's my place not his and then he kept coming for more and kept coming for more and finally I just like okay you know, I had this old Subaru work car, and I was going to throw him in the work car. Well, then I couldn't catch the son of a bitch. And I was like, gosh, dang it. What do you do? You know? And he just kept coming for more, coming for more, blah, 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 whatever. Well, then finally, I had a turkey license. And I thought, well, we're going to have this guy for dinner. So I went in the car, got the gun, put him out. I mean, it just wasn't going to end well anyway. I put him out. I couldn't catch him. So I took him out. And uh, he made table fare after that. Very tender after that beating, by the way. But, uh, yeah. So that was kind of a story about him. I just had to take him out. And you're going to have to do that to a rooster once in a while, too. You'll have to get your lightsaber out. Uh, their new name just became Fajitas. So, anyway, uh, that's about all I got. You can also separate your roosters sometimes. You know, use them for breeding and then separate them into a different pen if you're into that type of thing. Uh, I, I Hopefully, uh, we can just have our roosters with our flock. That's kind of what we're hoping. But we'll see what happens. You know, whatever works. Um, anyway, if you want to connect, it's Ziggy underscore 519 at yahoo.com. Also, Instagram. Uh, lots of Insta buddies there. Uh, I've been learning a lot from my Instagram people, uh, where we have content uh, galore, and uh, it's a beautiful time. So thank you for hooking up. I'd love to connect with you. I appreciate you listening today. God bless you, and have a happy week here. Uh, we're on the go. We're on the go. Anyway, have a good one.